Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of TGIF. Thank God it's forever. Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. This here is Chaplain Andrew to teach you the unchangeable and unfailable word of God. Listen for this theme song, and you'll know. It's me. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of TGIF. Thank God it's forever where Jesus does most definitely come first. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of TGIF. We are here in Streetsboro, Ohio for our second episode of TGIF. We are here in Streetsboro. We were last in Kent. We are now in Streetsboro where we'll be having our show for today. <coughs> Let's go over a few brief announcements. Number one, go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com. That is spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D 222 at gmail.com. Send me all your prayer requests. Even if you just want to shout out to you on the radio, send me your first name, your city, and your state, and I'll shout out to you on TGIF, where Jesus does most definitely come first. Oh, and if you're in other countries, and I keep forgetting to mention this, send me your country name, your, the state of your country, and your first name, and I'll do the same thing to you. So if you're in, say, Paris, France, say your name is John from Paris, France, I'll say, hey, John, welcome. TGIF in Paris, France. So your first name, your city, your state, your country name, your country state, whatever it is that you have. And I'll shout out to you on TGIF where Jesus does. Most definitely come first. Also remember, you can call me at 1-302-448-8443. Again, it's 1-302-448-TGIF. Also remember, keep in mind in prayer for the rumble. We will be shaking the heavens, rallying the earth, and rumbling against the principalities of darkness and evil. Back in the day when boxers used to, to box or fight, they used to call it a rumble. The Bible says we do not rumble against or fight against flesh and blood, but what? Against principalities of darkness and evil. Again, we do not rumble against or fight against what? Flesh and blood, principalities of darkness, and evil. Also, keep in prayer for worship Saturdays where we do nothing but worshiping God. We'll be having no messages, just praise, prayer, and worship. We have not got song selections just yet. We are waiting on things to happen. I just uh, got into a little conference today that taught me things about podcasting because I'm still new at this stuff. But we'll be getting other artists on the show and we'll be doing Worship Saturdays real soon. And that concludes our announcements for today. Let's get into our song for the message, which is simply entitled, Only You, performed by none other than Dr. Tom Ray. 
like I always say, one of the greatest worship leaders is Dr. Tom Ray. I mean, there are others out there. Like, I love the Gaithers, the Gaither Vocal Band, the original Gaither Trio. I love all of them pieces, too. But as far as worship leader goes, Dr. Tom Ray is, to my knowledge, so far the best. So enjoy Only You, performed by none other than Dr. Tom Ray. Enjoy.
not have a whole church in Angeles or Portugal. Train you to be disciples, the Bible says, who goes out to all the world and do what? Make disciples of them. So evangelism will be there to teach you, to train you, and to equip you into making you into a disciple. And like I say, Dr. Tom is a great worshiper. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy each and every Sunday night when I do play my harmonica. Because in, in case you guys at CBN don't know, I do play harmonica as well during my church services. So, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy what I do. It is just a blessing to be able to do what I do every Sunday night. So, and uh, we have a couple guests that come out once in a while, but Dr. Tom is, of course, the best. As far as I know, there is worship leader. I can tell you, I don't think you get any better than Dr. Tom Ray. So, let's just get into our message for today. Sorry about that. I had to plug in my extension cord over here because my battery to my tablet's running low. So, let me plug this in and we'll get into our message for today. Our message is simply entitled for today, Holding Strong to God's Promises. So let me repeat that again, just in case you don't understand what I was saying. Because a lot of people are not like this. And a lot of people, they tend to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Lord? They tend to be like, well, I don't know, but... Today's message is entitled, Holding God, Holding Strong to God's Promises. And let me give you a quick, brief story about this message. The message begins in the book of Exodus, I do believe, or the New Testament. Let's look at a well-known, most characters, let's look at a well-known character named Joseph. Joseph in Genesis 5.25. Okay, let's talk about a well-known character named Joseph. In Genesis 5.25, it talks about how Joseph was promised by God to enter the promised land. Joseph, in my book, was a great man of faith. So he had the sons of Israel swear, saying that when God brings you out of Egypt to the promised land, you'll bury me there when I die. Because he knew what God promised him. Joseph died at 110 years old. So the story goes that Joseph was a man who was dying real quick and soon. And he told his sons, the sons of Israel, to not bury his bones in Egypt where slavery was, but to bury his bones in the promised land that he knew that God had for him. So he told his sons, you don't, you don't, you know, bury my bones here in Egypt where slavery is. You bury my bones in where the promised land is. So we need to be like Joseph and hold to what God promised us. 
So let's look at a few scriptures. Number one, Hebrews 10, 23. This time I forgot to mark my page in here because it's to be me forgot all my little speakers and all my fun little stuff. So I just got my tablet and two basic microphones today, which is fine. It, it's going to do what it's going to do. We're going to get out there and we're going to get this posted by Monday. So Hebrews, let's get into Hebrews, which is done after this, not after this scripture here, but let's get into Hebrews. That's 1 Corinthians, Hebrews, so that's 2 Corinthians, that's a good Hebrews, okay. Hebrews, let's go to 10 and 23. Chapter 10, verse 23 of Hebrews. Chapter 10. Chapter 10, verse 23. Starting at verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope. So let's hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. So it says in verse 23, let us hold fast the confession, or you could say let us hold fast to God's promises. Let us hold fast. To God's promises, or let us hold strong to God. Strong is just another basic word that just is a synonym for the word. Uh, you know, let us hold fast, let us hold strong. It's just another way of saying, let us, whatever God told you in your life that you need to be doing or that God promises you, if God promised you, say, a million dollars, you hold on to that. You hold on to that like Joseph did. When he said, I know God told me I'm going to the promised land, so I'm going to die within the next year. So you take my bones, you bury them in the promised land. That way, even though I might be dead, I still can get to where I need to be because God told me I'm going to the promised land. So we need to be like Joseph and hold fast to our promises, even if it doesn't happen right when you want it to. God doesn't always do what you want to do when you want to do it. Sometimes, he does it on his own time. Sometimes it might take 10 to 20 years to get where you're going. Let's put it this way. I've been doing this podcast right here for two years straight. I don't know exactly what I'm doing still. I still have things I need to work on with this idea. But I've been doing this for two years, and I'm almost 800 strong. So that's not a bad deal. I mean, that's pretty good for doing a two-year podcast. Anybody who does a podcast for two years usually does not have any more than, say, one to two hundred people. Three at the most. But 800 strong and on, what, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what, Google Play, 
Apple Market, uh, Podbean, Podcast Addict, you name it, I'm on it, Stitcher. There are so many places right now that I am on that normally doesn't happen, but see, I held fast to God's promises, and what happened? God did what God said he was going to do for me. I knew what God wanted me to do, so I held fast to it. Let's get to our next scripture. It's actually going to be a quick message because I only got about, not even, it's just one page. One page front and back. Romans 4.18. Now this one is another story, but it's a small story. Romans 4.18. This is actually a small story. It's about another gentleman. Romans 4. Romans 4, verse 18. Okay, starting at verse 18. Who, contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was Spoken. Okay. We four eighteen. Let me see if I can write. Okay, Romans four eighteen through twenty two. This one actually has to go a little bit closer. This is talking about the promise granted through faith. <coughs> now this is uh I believe this is David right here. No, this is Abraham. Yeah, Abraham, who is the father of us all, who is the father of many nations. Everyone knows that. Verse 18. <coughs> Sorry. Verse 18. Okay. Let's go to verse 17. We're talking about Abraham. And this is, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of him... Whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. What does it say there? Who believes on the things that are not there yet. Doesn't that say that? It says, gives life to the dead and calls, calls those things or believes those things which do not exist as though they did. So he believes something that is not there yet, but will be there soon. That's talking about stand holding fast to God's promise right there. Give life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. 18. Who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. Verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse 20. He did not waver 
at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Verse 21. And became fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able, he was also able, sorry, also able to perform. Verse 22. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. So, Romans 4, 18-22, well, I had to read 17 through. Think of it this way. Abraham, the father of the father of our faith, the father of many nations, had to wait to see the promise of God fulfilled. He almost had, he had to wait till he was almost half dead. I mean, the guy was about to be croaking. He was 100 years old. Anybody in this day and age living to be 100, my great-grandmother died at 98 years old. Anybody in this day and age living to be 100, it's a full-blown miracle. I mean, you can't get any older than 100 half the time. You live to be 60, 70, and it's a miracle these days because of the way people take don't take care of themselves. But Abraham, the father of our faith, had to wait to see the promises of God fulfilled. He didn't get scared because he knew what God said. He didn't get like, well, uh, well, uh, no. He said God said it, so be it. He didn't get scared because he knew what God said. We need to, as believers, not to be like, well, everything looks like it's going to fail. Instead, we need to be like this. God, you said it, so be it. In doing so, it will strengthen our faith. Because it says in the Word, it says his faith was strengthened, or he was strengthened in his faith. And our third scripture for tonight is 2 Corinthians 1.20. Our last scripture of the day. 2 Corinthians 1.20. 1 Corinthians. I'm not sick anymore, guys, but I was still battling a little bit of uh, congestion problems and stuff, so I just have a little bit of a uh, God is the healer of everything. First, we're going to go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. 1, verse 20. Verse 20. One. Brethren, do not be children in understanding, however, in merciless, be babes, but in understanding, be mature. Oh, wait, nope, 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 that's the wrong one, that's 1 Corinthians. We need 2 Corinthians 1, there we go, verse 20. I don't know why God had me read that, but God had me read that for a reason, so let's start at verse 20. For all promises of God in him are yes and in him amen 
to the glory of God through us. So once again, verse 20, for all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. My commentary says this for the rest of the remainder of the show, because it's just about done, guys. I had a great time doing this once again in Ohio. We, once again, will be moving down to Lebanon, Ohio, which is a blessing, and I'm scared at the same time, but I'm also very excited to be moving down to the area of Lebanon, Ohio. Starting new is a great idea, so we're going to start brand new and start over. But my comments say, no matter how many things go, how many things God promises you, they are always yes and amen because, like I said before, God can be trusted. So we need to hold to what God promised us. Like Abraham, he held to God's promises. Like Joseph, saying, hey, don't bury my bones in Egypt, bury my bones in the promised land, which is Canaan. He said, you bury my bones in Canaan. God promised it to me, and I will have, even if I have to go to death, even if I have to die, and this, my sons have to carry my bones all the way to Canaan, the promised land, you make sure that it happens. Because God promised it to me, so therefore it's going to happen. So, what did they do? He died. They got out of the they got out of slavery like God promised. Moses them out of slavery. And what? They went to Canaan, the promised land. And what happened? Joseph's bones got buried there. So let me tell you a quick story because we are going to end the show real quick. And this is the per a perfect example of holding fast to God's promises. Number, This is a quick story. And uh, let me see what my wife has to say because she texted me something, I believe. Here's a quick story. When we were uh, on our way down here for uh, for uh, seeing her uncle Kenny and uh, her aunt Sandra, Sandra, and to see what the apartment looks like upstairs and stuff like that, so we know exactly when we are moving, what's going on. So we get down here. Well, even before we get down here, my wife goes, "Are you sure that it's?" It's time. Are you sure? Are you sure we were supposed to go down there? Are you this? And I'm like, hon, just listen. Let God do what God's going to do now. And uh, don't worry about it. She goes, well, that's easy for you to say. I said, luck, hon. I said, God once it's down here, God's going to get us down here. I said, you just got to give it to God. She said, well, that's for you. To, easy for you to say. That's easy for you to say. I said, look. I said, we know what God said. We know what's going to happen. We know that ministry down here is going to start. So we need to what? Hold to God's promises. And I kept doing that. I kept saying, okay, God, this is what you're doing. Do it. Okay, God, this is what you're doing. Do it. God, I give this to you. Do it. I kept holding strong to God's promises. And we didn't know one way or another how long we're to be here or how long it would, well, 
We didn't know how long it was going to take for us to get down here, to live here. We were worried about not having job stuff. We were worried about this. We were worried about that. And uh, the thing was, is I kept holding strong to what God promised. God promised me, because my wife told me, by the first of the month, we're out of here. She said, I believe it's by the first of the month, we're out of here. Okay. So I kept telling everybody at church, first of the month, we're out of here. First of the month, we're out of here. First of the month, we're out of here. I kept telling, you know, you at the, uh, at the uh, jewelry store next to my work. I work at the pantry, by the way. Come by and have some brunch, breakfast, lunch. You know, they have really good food there. They don't serve like any meatball-type things, but they got good food. But I kept telling every, and I finally get to tell them on Monday, oh, man, I'm terrified of that. But it's okay. My boss will find something. But I kept telling everybody it's going to be by the first, by the first, by the first. Why? Because God said so. And if God said so, I held fast to what God said. God said something, and I stuck to it. Because I knew what God said in my own heart. But when you do that, and when you hold strong to his promises, and you hold to what he said, when you hold God accountable for the things that he said, see, if my pastor once said this, he goes, Andrew, you're talking to the whole congregation. He says, look, guys, when you ask God for something, don't just go, okay, God, I need a new car, amen, bye. No, he says, when you ask God for something, you say, God, I need a new car now. Okay? A week later, God, I need a new car now. Two weeks later, God, I need a new car now. Four weeks later, you keep persisting with God. You don't just let God say, you don't just pray to God one time and bam, boom, wham, bam, thank you, man, you're done. No, it's not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am thing. It's you keep persisting with God. See, the Bible says, come as what? A little child. What do you do with your parents when you're young? Do you say, Mom, can I have this game toy? No. Okay. And then that's it. No. Two weeks later, Mom, can I have this game toy? Three weeks later, Mom, can I have this game toy? Four weeks later, Mom, you keep begging and begging and begging and begging until Mom finally gives you what you want. Right? So, why do we sit there and not do that with God? Why do we sit there and ask Him one for one thing and just once and then leave it as that? We need to keep asking and asking and asking and asking. Now, not just asking God, but we need to hold fast to what we are asking God for. If we need a new car, we need to what? Hold fast to we need a car and we need it now. When God promises you that car, you hold fast to it. You don't sit there and say, well, maybe, well, I this, and it might not. No. You sit there and you say, look, God, you promised it, therefore, I am going to claim it as mine. Another quick story, there was a guy that came to my church in South Africa, and he was talking about how he wanted this property for his uh, church. So his church members got over to his property, stood right on it, and they prayed and prayed and prayed, and the guy came out and says, I'm not selling you this property. He says, don't worry. Kept praying and praying. He knew this was, this was the property from God for his church. Prayed and prayed and prayed. He says, I'm not selling you this property. 
prayed and prayed and prayed. Came to the United States, did a couple uh, messages at church, and someone gave him ten thousand dollars, or fifty thousand dollars for the property. He comes back and he says, "Here's fifty thousand dollars for the property." He said, "Think it over." So they came back and they prayed, they prayed, they prayed, they prayed. Eventually, he came back and the property is now his. He gave him the right to do the property, built his own church from scratch, put it right there on the property. So, God told him that that's his property. He's going to start his church right there. Therefore, he held fast to it. He didn't waver. He didn't say, well, nah, maybe. Um, no. He said, God, you said it. So be it. Therefore, whatever God says to you, don't just say, well, don't let the devil take over and tell you, well, that ain't going to happen. No. You say, God, you said it. So be it. So that is what my message for today was, is hold fast to God's promises. Because when God promises you something, he doesn't, he's not no Indian giver. He doesn't take back what he gives. We only take back what the devil stole from us. So we only take back what the devil stole from us. We don't, we don't, God doesn't take back from us. We only take back what the devil stole from us. So, once again, this week's message was entitled, Hold Strong to God's Promises. Let's pray real quick. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity once again to be here in Streetsboro, Ohio, where I get to boldly proclaim your word and do what I need to do so I can get, as the Bible says, your word out there. The Bible says to go throughout the entire nation, the world, to all creatures, and what? Proclaim your message. Get the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Give it to everyone that comes in contact with me. And not only to give them your message, but to give them your message and to what makes disciples out of them. So I pray, Lord, that you take whatever this message that was spoken tonight, and you do what you need to do, and you bring the people to this message so you can be boldly proclaimed. So that what I spoke today from you, Lord, that holding strong to what you promised them, so that they can what learn to hold strong, just like Abraham, just like Joseph, who says... Don't bury me here in Egypt in slavery. You bury my bones in the promised land, which is Canaan. You bury them there, because God promised it to me. So help us, Lord, to be bold in the standing strong and to believing in what God has promised us. Just like me and my wife. Like I held strong for all this time, Lord, and you finally are doing what you need to do. Like I said, you said, you said what, Lord? You said first of July, by then we are moving. It ain't exactly the 1st of July, but it's close to it. So we are coming down here to stay. So I pray, Lord, that you help everyone coming in after this message, that you help them, Lord, to hold strong to your promises, Lord, that you, so that what you promised them, Lord, will come to pass. I pray for those who are already here, Lord, that this message uh, get, give them a blessing, open up their spiritual, open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears so we may see and hear Jeff say in the spirit. I am sorry they did not pray beforehand, Lord, and I pray for those who are coming after the message 
that will be that you open up their spiritual eyes and their spiritual ears so they may see and hear what you have to say in the spirit. I pray for all those who have cancer, diabetes, uh, arthritis, and every just about any imaginable disease there is. Even, yes, Lord, the ones that they've, that they've contracted themselves, you know, the AIDS, the syphilis, the gonorrhea, things like that, Lord, because why? Even though, Lord, they've done those things themselves, and, Lord, they committed sin, and they've done abominable things that you, Lord, detest of to get those diseases, that what? When you heal them, when you heal them from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, Lord, what? You are what boldly proclaimed. You, your power is being shown, and they what? They have the sense that there is something out there bigger than them, that one loves them, wants to see them happy, healed, and what? Whole. So I pray for those diseases as well, Lord, that you heal them in Jesus' name, that they can see your power. They can see your grace. They can see your mercy. I give those who are in prison right now and people that are serving sentences for stuff that they did, you give them grace, you give them mercy, and you give them extra time to get to know you. Because as I say, Lord, I've been in those situations myself in jail cells, and it's not a fun situation. I got to know who you were, and I got to doing what you wanted me to do. So you, Lord, do that for them as well. I thank you, Lord, for being here in Streetsboro, Ohio for the opportunity for the Hampton Hotel to let me be able to do what I do every Monday, Lord. And this will be posted on Monday, day after tomorrow. And I thank you, Lord, that you are here with me today and your word is getting out there to the people, Lord. Yes, there might have been some rowdy drunks earlier, but your word is getting out there. Your word is being proclaimed boldly to the nations, as your word says. Boldly go to all creatures of the entire world and what? Preach your word and make disciples out of them. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you for everything that's going on in our lives. I thank you for everything that's going on right now. And I thank you for this message, for the time that I got to use from you to teach everyone listening to this right now and afterwards and everyone who is in the building that I got to teach something that you put onto my heart. I pray this all in the matchless name of Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen. Well, guys, that is the end of our show for today in Streetsboro, Ohio at the Hampton Hotel. This, once again, is TGIF reminding you to, one, trust in the Lord in all your ways. Two, lead not to your own understandings. And three, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Thank you, and good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.